a lot of people can see it, but a lot of people can't teach it. And sometimes it's it's not it's not what you know, it's what the player can understand. What you guys have to do to cue and get players to move, it's important. And it's 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 more important than the movement. It's the feel that the player can correlate and understand that is allowing him to move that way. I think that's something that's very, very important to coaches that are trying to utilize technology is not just gathering and, and collecting, but understanding what is allowing the players to get there. And even more than that, how do we use that data to make the adjustments that these players need to, to get better? Fellas, 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 welcome back to the Farm System Podcast, your home for baseball development. We're here for you, by you, and with you. I'm your co-host, Joey Cunha. And I'm Bo Callis. This podcast is designed for coaches, players, scouts, really anyone looking to further their development in the game of baseball. Here at the Farm System, we take pride in being lifelong learners, and we are here to be a bridge from where you are to where you're going. We'd like to welcome back our veteran listeners. We're happy to grow with you again. We'd also like to welcome our first-time listeners, the rookies. Don't worry, every vet was once a rookie. This podcast is brought to you by our partners over at Yakutech. Yakutech is the gold standard for measuring spin rate, velocity, trajectory, and most important, spin axis of a pitched ball. No other system captures such clarity of a moving ball. Learn more about their system at yakutech.com. On this episode, we open up some exciting news for Bo Callis. Pull up a seat, grab your notepad. Here's Bo and Joe. Welcome back to another episode of The Farm Unfiltered. Joey, 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 my dog. Happy to be back on the mic with you and have another opportunity to, to talk some baseball and even more than that, uh, open up some exciting stuff we got going on. So, uh, why don't you tell listeners what we've got coming to them here shortly? Yeah, no, uh, absolutely. I mean, one of the uh, great things, again, some exciting news that we have going forward. It's going to um, help us in a lot of different ways, um, especially when it comes to content creation and some of the things we mentioned on the last podcast. Um, Bo actually is now uh, joined the 108 staff um, out in California. So that means that we'll be together. This is actually our first podcast ever. We're actually recording uh, side by side. Um, it's uh, actually interesting. A lot of people that listen to the podcast think that we're always together, but he, to this point, he's been in uh, Utah or Kansas, um, Vegas, right? And I've been in uh, California throughout this time. So it's been awesome uh, to get um, now with both here together. We have some, a whole bunch of things we'll be doing on social media, a whole bunch of more uh, content creation. He'll be with us uh, full time and um, also leads into us into an awesome uh, podcast episode that we're going to bring you guys here today. Um, so really what we're going to dive into, and um, I think it's a shared experience now that Bo has been here for um, a couple days, basically I'm going to take him through some um, questions and I kind of want him to share the experience. A lot of guys, um, including myself, uh, will never have the experience of coming in um, for those first couple days, um, especially now with um, what's going on over 108 and a lot of the things that we have going on. So I'm kind of going to pick his brain. We're going to kind of go through, let him talk through his experience to this point. Um, you know, what it's been like, things that he's learned. Um, you know, was it what he thought? What is it? Was he, what it, is it different than what, how he thought he was going to be kind of dive into all that stuff. So, Bo, why don't you kind of just open up, um, in general? I mean, obviously, uh, congratulations. I'm sure I told you 
um, many times by now. I'm happy to have you on board and uh, yeah, let's, let's get it going. Well, just to start off, you know, I think I got to thank you and, and Bleak for giving me the opportunity and, and you know, uh, give me the platform to come on and, and help athletes and learn and, and push the game of baseball forward with 108, but also uh, the, plef- the platform that gives us the farm system. Um, you know, first couple of days here, I think the biggest thing that sticks out to me is the culture that 108 performance. Um, it, people through the airwaves and people that have the following and, and see what they're doing, um, I think understand just get limited context, but being there and seeing the culture and the staff and the players and the buy-in, um, you know, it's contagious and a little bit overwhelming. You know, the, the, the brain dump that I've gone through um, every single night to, to decompress and to, to have that brain fried, it's, it's been a great experience. And and to see kind of be a fly on the wall and to, to shadow and see how you guys do things, it's been awesome. You know, I, I, I knew I'd be learning a lot, but I didn't think I'd be learning uh, this much sim- simply from just watching what you guys do. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to get a little, get a little bit more hands on and to help you guys kind of build on what you've started to create and, um, you know, kind of get the ball moving forward in that way. Yeah, no, absolutely. And just to add some context. So, uh, Bo will be coming on board, uh, um, helping with our, uh, our hitting along as well, uh, some business stuff as well. So that's awesome. Um, we're excited to have him in that way, and he'll add a whole bunch of things um, and being a great additional piece uh, to the next steps uh, that we're going into. Um, going into the summer here, we have uh, data interns, uh, data data analytics, uh, data analytics interns coming on board. We also have a PhD in neuroscience. So we'll be doing a whole bunch of things with vision and um, capturing a whole bunch of data um, and that right. And we also have brought on a couple more uh, staff members that uh, will, you know, there's a chance that they be jump on them. At one point, we have. Uh, um, you know, maybe a 108 staff podcast or something like that. That'd be awesome. Kind of get some things going. We have some exciting things, uh, again, happening from 108 from that standpoint. Um, now, again, kind of diving back into um, the experience that you've had, um, you know, kind of just being out in this way. I think uh, the first thing to kind of the step into and the thing I think that a lot of people that would be interested in is when you came out here, was it what you expected to be? Was it different? Is it the same? You know, was it everything you expected? What What do you from that side point and you know what's going on? What do you What do you uh, What have you experienced from that? You know, it is what I expected, and it's not what I expected. Obviously, you guys are innovative. Your Your the way you teach mainly hitting. I'm a hitting guy, so I'm gonna teach more from the hitting. I haven't. I mean, I've shadowed everything, but um, just the concepts and ideas. It's I've seen what you guys are working on, but to see the interaction with the players and to see um, the process, the programming, the movement stuff that you do, um, it's 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 been humbling, you know, to step back and see the con the idea that I had with the movements of hitting and how I was taught to hit and how I've been teaching hitting um, kind of puts everything into perspective as far as how much I didn't know, you know, I, which I think we need as coaches. It's it's important to constantly put yourself in check and to seek out the higher knowledge and to find the right answers. You know, for example, today I had a coach that, that didn't know, um, you know, an answer to something. And he said, you know, let me step outside and make a phone call. And, and he found out and he, and he helped the guy. So I, I think just being in that environment and pushing each other more than anything, um, because we, we have to hold each other accountable as coaches and players. And um, I think that's the biggest thing that I've taken in these couple of days is that the coaches are invested in their guys more than they're invested invested in themselves. And, um, you know, the, the, the mechanical stuff, which we might dive into here in a little bit is really off my eyes and has really challenged me 
um, the way that I thought the body moved and the way the body uh, moved throughout the swing. So, um, you know, so far to this point, I, I think that's the biggest thing I've taken away from that um, is simply how how high level thinking and innovators uh, interact on a day to day basis and how um, they work together to kind of develop the overall player. Yeah, no, and that's been awesome. I mean, a great thing. Um, it's been kind of been cool with uh, Boeing here, uh, Bo being here. We had a bunch of uh, things going on this week. Um, it's been awesome, you know, um, you know, uh, pro clientele and um, also having, you know, obviously uh, the draft happening right now as well and experiencing that. Um, a lot of our players, you know, getting picked up uh, through that process. Um, and then also, you know, just having to interact um, on the side of just our, our day-to-day operation um, and how we kind of uh, integrate everything uh, together. Um, obviously, as anybody is that, that's been in a bigger operation or an operation, um, not, not, not so far in the sense of, um, let's say, like employees or scope in that way, but more in the scope of um, everything that has to be accomplished on a daily basis. Anybody, obviously, coaches, you guys can uh, jump on board with the understanding that when you're in, um, you know, when you're the, the coach of a high school, right, you're like the, you're the strength coach, you're the, you know, infield coach, you're the hitting coach, right? You're, you're, you're playing, f- you're wearing five, seven different hats, right? You're the admin, um, you're HR, whatever, right? So you have all those things going on. So, um, the same thing kind of happens on our front here. You know, there's a lot of guys wearing multiple hats, um, you know, doing, carrying multiple roles, um, and kind of integrating everything together, uh, for a system and, you know, our scope in that way for when we see a holistic, uh, player development, you know, ideal. Um, it takes a lot of work and there's a lot of moving parts um, in that way, which is obviously why we brought uh, Bo on in the first place. There's another role, there's a role that he'll be playing, a large role he'll be playing here uh, throughout the throughout next these next years, uh, long-term uh, process here of things that we, you know, we're going to grow into. So that stuff's awesome. So um, I think, you know, one of the first things I think would uh, they'll be interested in is why don't you kind of dive into, uh, like you said, you had mentioned that, you know, you had these pre, uh, preconceived ideas, right, of how the body worked, how it produced force, um, you know, how, how the, the body moved through some of those movements. Why don't you kind of touch base on, um, you know, what that was like? I know you've mentioned to me a couple of times, uh, a couple of different things where you're just like, man, like, uh, you know, this is how I feel and this is how I thought it worked. And, you know, now I'm seeing it differently. So. Why don't you kind of take uh, uh, listeners through that and kind of share your experience in that way? The biggest thing for me is like I had a misconception of how the body created force in general. I thought we had to move away, uh, gain separation by uh, hip shoulder, you know, opening our body up to the pitch and not allowing us to transfer force into it. Um, and, and really learning how like reciprocal movements allow us to um, sequence properly and um you know, work from the ground up and really how that translates through all facets of player development. Um, and, and, and that's one thing that stood out to me the most is the, the evaluation the evaluation process and how that integrates from strength um, into the hitting, strength into the pitching. You know, I was always taught that we had to have large, big movements to generate force. And being here for three days, I learned that was entirely wrong. Uh, you know, the, the, the tired of the movements and the, the more force we can create in small windows is is huge. That's what separates the big leaguer from really everybody else. The most efficient move, movers move in small windows. And that was like an eye-opener for me. Uh, I was taught differently. I swung differently. I was teaching differently up until, shoot, a couple months ago, you know. So it's a, it's, it's a big eye-opener for me. And, and like I said, it put into perspective how many people – 
that I, I maybe have screwed up along the way, like like we talk about all the time. And um, just being here for you know three days and and seeing the buy-in from the guys and seeing the light click when you can help them connect with with with, with how the body moves. But um, I think the biggest thing for me that I've taken away, especially from the hitting side, is understanding the reciprocal movements and you know like we always talk about lengthening. Uh, the stretch that we have, depending on how tight you may be, depending on how how, how loose of a, of a mover you may be, and more understanding how our players' bodies move and how to generate um, the proper cueing, the proper verbiage to help them understand that. Uh, you know, it's been it's been an eye opener because that's something that I've struggled with uh, along the way, and 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 watching you and Bleak work. Uh, you know, the last couple of days, like you said, we've had kids from eight all the way up to guys in the big leagues in, and and you know it's been it's been awesome to watch, and and, and I'm excited to really dive in and to kind of uh, you know further that understanding, and then maybe put my hand on a couple of guys. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and I think that's uh, you know one of the biggest things is is with that. And one thing that like you're just like Bo mentioned is um, I think. For a long time, one thing we've we've mentioned uh, Donnie Ecker a couple of times on the podcast. Um, one thing you know Donnie used to always say to me um, with that is he's he's like, man, I'm just trying to spend uh, the rest of my coaching career trying to make up for how many players that I messed up along the way, yep. and uh, that's kind of the same thing. You know, I was told was telling Bo when he told me that he's like, man, like I've messed some guys up, and it's funny, like you said, is like uh, part of that time with uh, even with some of the things that I had was uh, coaching Bo on at the time, and some of the things I was talking to him about hitting. Um, you know, it wasn't that I was, um, you know, not necessarily that anybody's wrong, but usually it's just, it's just incomplete. There's, there's deeper layers. Uh, it, there's, there's more context to the task. There's more, um, it's not that, you know, hip shoulder separation doesn't create force, right? Yeah. It's not that none of those things don't create force. Um, it does create force, but we have to add context and there's more layers. There's deeper layers to what is actual, um, actually being successful within a task, right? Yeah. Uh, so there's more things going on than what, uh, the standard understanding of how the body works, um, and how the body creates, uh, these powerful movements, right? Uh, when we look at some of these athletes and it's very interesting. And I know, uh, Bo had mentioned a couple times, you know, this a couple times is just, um, just because, you know, you can see right with, let's say, you know, video, right. You can see how somebody's moving. What's very important is that you're, that you're, you understand that you're seeing the exterior. You don't know what's actually going on inside the body, what the thoughts are to create those things. And just because, you know, one thing, another thing that Bo had mentioned to me is him talking about like, okay, you know, that's great. The first step, the initial step is first, you got to be able to see it and say, okay, this is how you're moving. And this is, you know, this is where you're deficient, right? This is where you're deficient in this way, comparatively to, you know, another athlete at a similar body type, similar uh, force production, in those planes. Um, and we, we come up with like, just like um, scouts, MLB scouts have been doing for a long time, like an MLB, like comp, right? Like uh, who, who in comparison, um, does this guy move like, what is his levers, uh, levers like, um, you know, again, is he, you're not going to compare, you know, Altuve to Aaron Judge, right? You want to get someone that's a, a a reasonable comp so you can understand what, what this player is going to be like and um, have a better understanding of uh, how this person is going to utilize the levers and leverage uh, leverage that they have um, available to them. So um, I think that's a big thing. Um, and Bo, I'm going to have you kind of open up in, in that way is helping the listeners understand that it's not, you know, once you just kind of break down of what you were saying before, it's like, okay. Um, you know, I'm starting to see 
um, the differences. I'm starting to understand some of the concepts. Um, but, you know, getting guys to move that way is a completely different understanding. And you came to that understanding pretty quickly. So why don't you kind of dive into that? Yeah. You know, I think that it's great. And this is for anything. It's hitting, pitching, whatever. It's 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 a lot of people can see it, but a lot of people can't teach it. And sometimes uh, the cueing, it's it's not it's not what you know. It's what the player can understand. So, you know, if if, if one guy is having trouble with his front side, or you know, he's having trouble with his upper half, sometimes all he has to think is lower half, and vice versa. So, you know, the dialogue that I've seen between you guys. And and what you guys have to do to cue and get players to move, it's important. And it's 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 more important than the movement. It's the feel that the player can correlate and understand that is allowing him to move that way. And I think that's something that with the way baseball is going, that's is often understood. It's it's not it's not what we know, it's what we can get the player to do, right? And I think that, that that's more important than knowing the movement. If if you have a guy that can cue players to move right that might not know the, the movement entirely, I think he's more valuable than a guy that knows the movement that, that can't get players to move. And um, obviously, if you know both, then it's a slam dunk, which what I've seen is, is what we've kind of got going on here. Um, and and I think that's why, I think that's what coaches have to be evaluated on. It's not just about the knowledge, but it's if you can get players to uh, get the results. Um, and, you know, I think that, I think that with, uh, you know, the data collection, and uh, the results that we're going to produce and that, that people are showing, I think that's going to be prevalent here. But I think that's been the biggest thing for me is that it's not about how smart you are. It's not about how much you know, but it's about the guys. It's about players. And it's about developing the players and what you can get those guys to do. And, I mean, obviously, if you understand the movements and, 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 and you understand, um, you know, the biomechanics of the swing, it gives you a hand up, but at the end of the day, if you can't cue and connect with that guy and give him the verbiage and the way that he understands it, it, at the end of the day, it's all for nothing. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, that's, for example, coaches, like for you guys to connect with that, it's like there's a lot of biomechanists that work in labs that can't get players to move different. They can just read biomechanics. They can say, hey, you know, this guy's not getting enough force into his front foot. When I look at, you know, his... um when I look at when I'm, you know, we're looking at these graphs, right? And it compa- him in comparison to another athlete, when it comes to ground force, um, you know, he's producing this, this person producing this. Okay. Well, that's great. It's a great assessment. This is a great evaluation. Now, um, why? Yeah. Right. Yep. Uh, that That's the next step. Okay. Why now? Okay. Now we know why for, you know, cause he's moving, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever he's moving one way or another. Okay. Now how do I get him to move differently? And how do I change those numbers now? Right. Completely different level. Um, when you're, when you're going into those things, you know, it's, it's very important, um, on that same note. I mean, one thing that we've touched on quite a bit, um, you know, throughout this time as well. And we've had these conversations of understanding as well. Sometimes the best way to coach someone is to not say anything. sometimes the best way to coach, uh, there's a lot of athletes. We got to start viewing things from a different lens. Um, you know, it's just, it's, it's unbelievable kind of in that same way. And I, and I say this and like, in, you know, calling myself and raising my own hand and stepping on my own toes when I say this, cause I've done this before, right. Is when, you know, some of these best, the best athletes in the world, they're doing some of these movements and there's some, you know, we got to make an, we got to make an understanding, especially on, um, hitting Twitter, um, hashtag hitting Twitter, <laughs> taking another hit on this one. It's just like, we guys got to understand, okay, if, if everybody's an expert, then nobody's an expert. 
right? You can't be an expert if everybody is an expert, right? So the understanding there, and this is again, stepping on my own toes is there was, there's levels back of, you know, we, we have to take more time trying to understand how these players are creating force rather than looking at an elite athlete and thinking, oh, well, man, if he just finished his swing, oh man, if he just turned more, rotated more, oh man, if he just got more hip shoulder separation, oh man, if he just did X, Y, Z, right? Then all of a sudden he would hit 60 home runs instead of 40, or he would do, he would hit 350 instead of 300, right? Um, And that's very important for us to understand that, yes, while it is important for us to try to understand, it is important for us um, to, you know, try to say, okay, and try things, right. And learn and, 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 um, just like, you know, obviously I continue to do on a daily basis, right. Try things, um, explore them. Who do they work with? Who they, don't they work with? Why do they work with that person? Why don't they work with that person? Right. Understanding all of those things. That's, that's very important for us to do. Now, what's also very important is also the side of like the humble side of that, right of understanding where we currently are, right? Understanding that we're applying our current lens and how we view the swing and how it produces force, right? To a model, right? And then understanding that when we when we take our understanding of how somebody's moving, especially, you know, an eye opener for me were, was when I was getting someone to move how I had preconceived notions of how I wanted them to move and they weren't producing, you know, certain results. Why wasn't that happening? Like, why weren't they seeing the results that I thought that they should be, they should be having. Right. And those were, you know, if you're open-minded to looking at, you know, the, how you're getting players to move and you're saying, man, all, and you start looking at the data on that side, like, man, oh, why do all my guys pull walls? Right. Why, why don't, ha- why don't my guys have, uh, when I look at my, all my guys as a whole, why, why don't any of my guys have pop to right field? Why is the ball spinning this way? All my guys seem to be hitting, you know, top spin balls, right? All my guys start seem to be hitting side spin balls. All my guys seem to be hitting, you know, uh, I don't have any guys that are hitting balls over 90 plus miles an hour, right? So when you look at all those things and you look at the data and you come to that understanding that um, you are, you can, if you can look at yourself and your coaching from a more, from a more objective view, right? And constantly just like, you know, I, or, you know, bleak, right. Constantly evaluate yourself. Cause like, this is, this is the name of the game. At the end of the day, you're, you're going to go too far one direction or another. Like you're, you're going to go too far at one point. You're going to, you're going to chase a rabbit hole and maybe it's the wrong rabbit hole. You're going to go digging for gold. And you're in the, you know, when you're, when you're digging the wrong, when you're digging in the wrong place, digging more, you know, isn't going to get you way out of it. Right. Sometimes you need to abandon the hole and go, you know, go in a different direction. Right. So I think that was, uh, you know, an eye opener for me, but yeah, go ahead, Bo. I got something to add on to that. You you have these things, Blast and K-Vest and Rapsodo, and you've alluded to it a couple times. What is the data telling us? And I think that's something that's very, very important and vital to coaches that are trying to utilize technology is not just gathering and, and collecting what these numbers are, but understanding what is allowing the players to get there. And even more than that, how do we use that data to make the adjustments that these players need to to get better. And I think that's going to be, you know, the next wave in baseball. And I think that's why you see um, an influx of guys getting into professional baseball that, that haven't been in professional baseball before is because they don't know how to do that. And I think that's something that obviously we're working on here um, at One Away with some of the stuff we're building is because we're going to help bridge that gap between, you know, that's great we have all this data, but now what? And, and, and I think that's something that's happening, especially on, on hitting Twitter. You know, we have all these things to, 
to gather data and, 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 and to quantify these, these movements and force production and bat speed and whatever else, but it's, it's without context. And so, you know, being around it and seeing more of the reason that's great. We have the data, but now what? And, and, and seeing how to take that next step and to help the players and understand and interpret the data and how their body's moving. And then why sometimes those numbers may be misleading and why sometimes those numbers are actually preventing them from being the most efficient they can move. Um, which I think that that's pretty common in baseball nowadays is, is, is people are chasing numbers and not chasing results and not chasing efficiency in their swing. So, um, that's something I'm also very excited for is kind of bridging that gap between data collection and, and player development. Yeah, no, and that's a big, you know, big point there. I mean, uh, I think obviously in this way, um, some of the old school coaches can understand in this is like, it's like guys trying to chase, uh, chase batting average or, you know, anything like that, right? Like, oh, okay, I have, you know, some guys can think about, okay, you know, I need, I want to hit 10 jacks this year, right? And they know like, okay, within the, you know, the guy's a math wizard and he's like, okay, that means every, you know, um, you know, four games, I need to hit a jack or something like that. And for certain guys, you know, that goal setting that works for them, right? That's fine. That works for them. And then there's for a lot of guys, you know, if they go chasing jacks, uh, they can't do it. Right. So there's a time and place for everything of understanding, um, how people are moving, how they interpret information, right. And how they apply that information and what they associate those words or, or that verbiage with, obviously we use a multitude of, uh, constraints, right. Along with, um, all, you know, and a cue is just a verbal constraint. It's nothing, you know, different. It's not like, uh, people kind of forget that all the time that it's like, Oh no, I don't use, I don't use external cues or I don't use internal cues or I don't use cues period. And all I use is, um, constraints and blah, blah, blah. Like it, you, we use all of it, right? It, again, obviously, um, with guys, especially with a lot of movements, you know, we constrain it as much as we can or, uh, that the, as much as, uh, our current understanding of how we can do it with the implements that we have or, um, et cetera. Right. So anyways, we, we always find these ways to do those things. And, uh, like Bo's saying with the understanding, um, of these numbers is that we have to do, you know, uh, this is just an ongoing, you know, thing is like, we have to understand that, you know, one of these kids or I was actually just making fun of them uh, today. We were doing uh, these guys are, you know, these uh, I, I, I sound old now. I'm going to do my old man rant here. It's just like these 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 young kids, these young whippersnappers is just that like 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 I had a kid that was um, not like grumpy, but he was just like uh, irritated that we we're doing K-Vest and it took an extra three minutes uh, when, you know, my something happened with my computer and I had to restart my computer or something like that. And he's just like, oh, and I'm like, oh man, you had to wait three minutes to see your kinematic sequence. Like, oh gosh, you guys are really struggling here. Like, it's just like, dude, I've never seen my kinematic sequence my entire, like my entire career. I didn't even know what my EVs were my entire career. So it's insane to me um, when they have those, um, you know, that, that those, and again, I was the exact same way, just in another way, uh, bleak then also added to the point. It's like, listen, all I knew, I just needed somebody, uh, to tell me to stop hitting backside ground balls every single swing in my entire life. So there's that other side, um, as well. And again, um, again, if you're an old man, that's, you know, yelling at the clouds at me right now, you're like, what are you talking about? Backside ground balls are good. Yes. Everything has a time and a place. Everything works. Everything sucks. We use backside ground balls. We absolutely do. We also use, Hey, this next swing, try to hit a jack, right? There's that, there's a time and a place for that, right? Depends on the guy, depends on the situation. Um, you know, it depends on a lot of different things. Um, and again, like for example, the guy, one of those guys is sitting like right next to me and Bo used to do that all the time where he's just like, Hey, 
this next swing, I'm going to hit a jack. And like, he would hit a jack. Like that was like, like Bo would do that all the time. So there's guys that can think that and create that result, right? And there's guys that need to think backside ground balls. And Bo was also one of those guys that, you know, don't want to speak for him, but there was times I know when me and him would talk and he's thinking, you know, line drive opposite way. And then the home run happens. And then there's times he's thinking like, Hey, if this guy throws me that pitch again, I'm leaving the yard. And then that also happens again, time and a place for everything. But it's just interesting in that way. Now we're making that wave that even our kids, like when we have we want to be careful that they don't start using data as a crutch and use it as a resource, which is very important in that way. Like, you know, I, I had a kid, um, same scenario, um, you know, the rap soda wasn't turned on yet. And he's just like, Hey, can, you know, we turn the rap soda on. And I'm like, okay, like when you hit the ball hard, did you know you hit it hard? Like, okay, that's good. Cause like, that's what I was going by when I was playing. Um, and you know, you don't want them to use it as a crutch. Like, yes, it's great. It can be used as motivation. You can use it for a whole bunch of feedback tools, but you don't want guys to only be able to get better by data alone. They need to know how to, you know, the feel is very important because again, when they're playing, there's a very good chance that they're not going to have half the data uh, resources that, you know, they currently have when they're in a training environment and they need to know how to uh, make adjustments and recreate feels, um, which obviously ultimately uh, creates um, the data itself, right? So very important um, in that way. And, and I also think you make a good point there too, as far as making adjustments uh, without the data. And I, personally, I think that's why queuing so big, you know, just watching the last couple of days. And also when I was, when I was, coaching in the college level it's it's allowing the guys to make adjustments without you there and more importantly the feels that are correlated to that where they go hey man that was that was a bad swing step out and i go hey i know what that feels like and i need to make this adjustment so i think that it's important for the player to more than just seeing the numbers the feel the feel is way more important it's more important than the movement it's more important than the data it's more important than the result because if, if, if you feel something once and then you know when it goes bad, hey, I need to get back in the box, take a deep breath, make the adjustment, and this is the feel that allows me to do that. Or this is the thought, this is the verbiage. And more than that, if the coach knows the word, they can get that guy to sequence better, um, can get it figured out quicker. I, I think that's just an asset that everybody needs to use. So um, I, think, I think that that's something that needs to be utilized more personally. And especially if, if that's how your player responds better, I think that's something that we need to use. Yeah, no, that's, that's really good. Um, you know, and just being to additional piece of that is just understanding too, is, um, one thing that Wes, uh, McGuire, obviously we had him on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. Um, one thing he used to say, which he used to, he used to steal from Randy Sullivan out in Florida baseball ranch is he used to say the biggest one, uh, and, and it always circles back to this is, uh, know your athlete right? You got to know your athlete. You got to know how they're interpreting things are again. Are they, you know, just like me, if you, I'm sure some of my older coaches, uh, they, they listen to our podcast, Dinkle, all those guys, um, coach James, all those guys is that I was a very literal learner, right? So if you say, do this, I'm going to do that, right? I also had very, um, I'm very body aware, right? So I can understand where my body's moving through space, kinesthetic awareness. I understand my body a lot. So if you tell me to do something like I do that, And so you got to, there's certain guys that you have to give extremes, right? You have to give extremes to get them to fill the middle ground, right? So like if a guy's pushing, you can tell him again to like almost feel like he's casting his barrel, boom, right? And they get somewhere in the middle, right? Other guys, if you say, hey, like again, hey, feel like you're casting your barrel, like 
they cast their barrel. They do exactly what you tell them to do. Um, you know, one of our pro athletes that we had in here, like uh, Bleak Aid, give him a cue. He's doing it. He's like, yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. But then I started realizing I was, I was looking at it from a different angle and also knowing the player. I'm like, you know what? I think he's trying to do this in a different way than what I know uh, Eugene was trying to get him to do. Right. So then I, I, I talked to him like, Hey, are you thinking about it like this? Or like how, what's your association with that cue? Like, what is that? What movement are you associating with that? Right. And then when we look at that, um, when we reevaluate those things, that kind of gives us some different insight and makes us look at it from a, a couple different angles. So, um, you know, definitely excited in that way, um, for all the things that we have, you know, going forward and a lot of the things we're going to be able to bring forward, um, you know, with those things. Now, um, you know, one thing we wanted to touch on, it's very important is when we, as we go through this new season, right. That we have going forward, we're going to need your guys' help. Like always, right. We're going to need to know, you know, what are some things that you would love us to touch on? Is there a, an idea that you have, uh, for social media? Is there, you know, again, uh, Bo and I, for example, you know, just to get your mind thinking, Bo and I were talking about how we're going to start doing more like lives, right? So again, we get on Instagram live, Twitter live, something like that, right? And then we start bouncing ideas, having conversations, uh, showing maybe what we're doing with players, things like that, right? And uh, now that him and I are together, that makes that uh, much more accessible, right? Um, and that, that helps in a lot of different ways there. So, um, you know, things like that will really help with ideas of what you'd like us to do, um, ideas you'd like us to show. Uh, maybe it's an understanding or a demonstration, right, that we're doing um, on the podcast or all we're doing um, in that way. Um, so that's, those are some great things. Reach out to us again on our, our social media, um, reach out to us on, on our, you know, our website, uh, the, the system.farm. Um, there's a whole bunch of ways for you guys to get in contact with us. Send us an email, um, the farm system podcast at gmail.com. Um, those are all great ways for us to get in contact so we can continue to grow the show and provide value to, uh, you guys, right? Cause that's the reason that we created the show in the first place, right? Is, uh, we want to kind of find more and more ways to just add value. Right. In any way that we can with the you know knowledge that we have, with the experiences that we've had and just share those things and to continue to grow the game. So um, some great things in that way. Really appreciate you guys uh, tuning in. Make Again, when you guys are on the system.farm, uh, we want you guys to look like you're part of the team because you are you are you are part of the team um, and everything we do. Um, we have a, the common understanding and Bo and I have a, a big heart for, um, you know, all of our listeners that tune in every single week. Uh, to grow themselves and to expand the game and push the game forward. Um, again, it, it can't be done. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go with a team. And um, that's what we're trying to do. Again, we're trying to we're trying to have everybody move uh, move forward um, and continue to progress uh, this game as we continue to grow. So, also another exciting ex- uh, announcement um, in that way. Um, you know, we we've now in, an, in a very humble way. We're now we have had over. 40,000 downloads for the podcast. And that, that's, that's a very, um, humbling number, you know, um, when we, when you hit these things and we look up and you just, we keep putting out episodes and, and you guys, uh, continue to grow and our episodes, uh, get more and more listeners every single time we post another one. Um, and that's awesome. And that's awesome. Um, there's a hundred percent podcasts that are bigger, a hundred percent podcasts that are smaller. Um, and we're just grateful for, you know, God in that way for everything that he's, um, helped us with the, to get to this point. We're very grateful for you guys as listeners um, and everything that you guys continue to help us with and grow. So um, very humble uh, thank you uh, from us. Um, and we love and appreciate you guys for tuning in, uh, continuing to reach out and giving us uh, ideas and thoughts and love um, and definitely pushing the game of baseball forward for all the things that's given us. So from us and our partners over at Yakutech, until next time, farm system out.